Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Down in Flames. This is going to be our Valentine's Day special. As a little bit of sports love here tonight. It's going to be the love it or yeah. hate it episode. So going over a few different things of asking if you love it or hate it tonight. Got a uh, new segment coming up for a little game we'll play here. You guys can join in and uh, see how well you do. But uh, start us off tonight here. How about those Liberty Flames, gentlemen? Yeah, uh, impressive. Get, I say get a little comeback or uh, payback. A little bit of revenge. A little bit of revenge on Beating Lipscomb. Beating the uh, Lipscomb. Are they the Bison? We need Andy is, for that. I'm not sure. I think they're the Bison. I think the, I think we just <laughs> Actually, skewered I think, some Bison. I think tonight is that they're, legal? Just, they're just the Lipscomb losers. Ooh, the L's. <laughs> the Lipscomb L's. Yeah, I've, I've, got my, like uh, I've got my alliteration ready to go. All right, so you have a good episode in tonight then. So starting off with that then, definitely, I mean, that was a big, big win for Liberty uh, after getting smoked at home two weeks ago by him. Mm-hmm. Um, by what, it was 20 points or more. I was at the game. It was something like that. It was pretty brutal, pretty painful to see. Jared, you were there for it as well too. So um, Unfortunately. I, I wasn't expecting us to be able to go into Lipscomb tonight. and Seven and a half point underdogs. Exactly. And then you win by seven, right? Or eight. They won by eight, I think. Yeah, it was by so, eight. Bite. Yeah, good yeah. win. Puts us tied for the top of the regular season. Twenty-two and five. Right back in. Twenty-two it. and five. Yeah. Thank you, Richie McKay. And I say if they had them as a ten seed. Before, yeah, they had Lipscomb as a ten seed. Uh, Ken Palm had them as a ten seed before this game. This game obviously is probably going to knock them down a few. Maybe maybe projected as like a twelve seed, but this has to put us back into the running. Obviously, as the conference favorites, if we can go ahead and win this conference, you could see Liberty maybe as a ten twelve. Maybe maybe fourteen seed, but like they've got a really good shot of being a higher seed with a decent shot to win in the first round. Like yeah, you absolutely, can, if you they can see like a a twelve five matchup and yeah. and win that. If they stay neck and neck like they are, I I think if they have Lipscomb showing up on the brackets as a twelve seed, but Liberty winds up winning the well, the both conference of them have very quality right. They have quality I think, wins. I think that you just flip flop. Yeah, yeah, it would just be, it would just be Liberty in the 12 seed instead. That's yeah. That's how I think. So it'll you, wind you up think there's a p- real possibility then that a non-conference championship Liberty team or Lipscomb team? Yeah, I think there's a good shot that both can the, get in as long as they go deep right? in the conference championship. I think there's a really good shot that both go in because right now they're both f- sitting at five losses, and I really don't see either of them losing again until they probably match up again, maybe in the conference. Neither finals, one can lose right? again. I think I think there's a again. good chance that you're going to have a, a five-loss team and a six-loss team, whichever one ends up winning. You know, one of them's going to have five losses. One's probably going to have six losses. That makes yeah. you know close to thirty wins for both teams. I think you got to put both in. One to ten, twelve seed. One maybe a fourteen. One might be a play. So, yeah. Well, one, one, one might play be a play in. Yeah, I mean, you could even have a ten play in, like a, a ten seed play in now. The play-ins aren't just 16 seeds, which the is major, weird, The but. major issue, though, is that the Atlantic 10 is just not very good. I, I mean, Liberty and mm-hmm. Lipscomb are the two Yeah, Florida Gulf Coast isn't having a good year. Uh, New, New Jersey is. Uh, they're having a pretty good year. They're okay. And then you have but North Florida. you also have some Power 5 conferences not doing as good as they normally do. Out West, like the, the Pac-12 is not having a good year. They're, yeah. they're really probably only going to get three teams. Is, is anyone ranked over there? I don't. I don't think so. I can't anymore. think of anybody in the Pac-12 that's ranked right now. No, Washington might be the best. No, Oregon's not ranked anymore. They've no. lost a couple straight. Say because Bowl got hurt. Washington may be squeezing in at the end, but they might be the best team. I mean, other than that, most of the Pac-12 is not having a good year. Like it's a really down year for them as a whole. So 
that opens up more, uh, you know, group of five teams mm-hmm. to get in because the Pac-12 is probably only going to be able to put in a couple of teams. Definitely less than five. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, SEC, you have two teams in the, from the SEC. ACC, the ACC and Big Ten are going to have a lot of... Oh, eight, yeah, surprisingly, I did not think Big, Big Ten was going to have this many in it. Too. Big Big Twelve's got a good amount of teams. Yeah, the Big Ten is very strong. It's just gonna be hard. It, it's always hard when you have those smaller conferences like that for someone to get a, an at large bid. I honestly think though that if if it was one way or the other, I think Liberty's the one that's gonna have to win the conference, and Lipscomb would be the one that would actually get a at large bid. That's what it seems like. I don't think I don't know Liberty how much this game changes, but that's what it seems like. Yeah, I, I think if the shoe was on the other foot, Liberty wouldn't get that at large. I feel like it is always better. If you're going to face a team twice, it is always better to win the second time. Second time. Mm-hmm. Showing your response. Um, doing especially it if it's helps. away. Yeah, doing it on the road helps a lot. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> be interested to see the if, if they do make it to the championship. That would be a very entertaining championship game. So we'll see if it gets to that point. So while we're on the topic of college basketball, I'll go over this real quickly here. So the... NCAA bracket committee this year is kind of doing what the college basketball or college football playoff selection committee is doing, where they're starting to start releasing their seeds in the year leading up to, so you have an idea of what things are looking like before we actually get to selection Sunday. So we'll go through these real quick here. It's going to be the top 16, obviously, four, first four will be one, next four will be two, next four will be three, and next four will be four. So the one seeds, you have Duke as a number one overall, Tennessee is number two, Virginia is three, Gonzaga at the number four overall seed. No arguments? I, I don't think so. I've got no I, arguments there. I think that's pretty You've straightforward. You've got an argument? I do. No, you don't. Tennessee should be the one. Oh, oh I, I, I mean, they're Tennessee both one seeds. Sh- I thought are. we were just saying as one seeds. I know. I told Peyton already, though, that I think that I think that they're going <laughs> they're going to make sure that Tennessee and Duke are on opposite sides of the brackets yeah. because I think that well they would be if they're one and two it'll be on opposite right, sides right I think they will make sure that they're on opposite sides we'll, we'll so. see we'll see what happens in conference yeah. play Tennessee to me is the one team that athletically and skill wise I think can actually match up with Duke well here's here's the benefit do, do for... they have the speed as much though I mean. They do got some speed. Oh, let us talk Uh-oh. about Jordan Open up the Bone. floodgates. <laughs> Open up <laughs> the floodgates. Jordan Bone, his control over a game. He can slow it down and run his offense, or he can all of a sudden have two points while your back is turned. <laughs> he's he's fast point guard. So if The fact that everyone can keep up with how he is choosing to run it, based on what he sees, everyone reacts well. The slowest person on the court is Grant Williams, which is, I mean, that's that's good in in a way. So you think they have the speed? Do they have the physicality to be able to hold up with this Duke team? There is this Duke. This I, Duke team is I, extremely I've physical. Told, I've told him. See if Jared is, can read my mind here. There is one man out there that I think that can guard Zion Williamson, and his name is Admiral Schofield. I think Admiral Schofield can actually guard Zion Williamson because he actually has the same size as Zion. He's he's a big dude too. And honestly, the the thing I like more, more about Tennessee is the fact that they're seasoned. I think that they have, and sure. they're they're deep too. I know Duke's deep as well, but Tennessee is very deep. So I, I I like Tennessee a lot. I think if it wound up being the two of them, as far as them going up against each other, I, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the the seasoning over the the youngsters. So I actually would think Tennessee would. Here, win here's the, here's the measurements. Uh, Admiral is six six, listed at two forty one. And I think Zion's like 260. That's pretty close. 
Yeah. Zion, let's see. I got it. I'll pull it up right here real quick. Six seven, so he's got an inch, and <laughs> he's he's a, he's about two eighty five. Uh, he's so two eighty five. Yeah, he's. Didn't realize he's I don't know big. how he's two eighty five, but a nineteen year old being two eighty five and the way he moves. He was wearing a shoe. Yeah, so he's <laughs> he's got those what size twenty shoes out there. <laughs> yeah, he was wearing a shoes when he got yeah. weighed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I he's bigger than LeBron. I, I don't have – now, granted, I have my bias for Tennessee being number one, obviously. If Duke is number one, I, I mean, they're so good. Like, I don't yeah. have a huge complaint there. In a long I, line of really good Duke teams, this is probably about the best Duke team we've seen, I think. I mean, talent-wise. Talent-wise, yeah. Yeah. I think well, they're the most talented team in the country, for they, sure. I would agree. I don't think that there's as much of a uh, a gap as what people are assuming is there. I feel like we are a lot more complete uh, in a lot of areas. Uh, individual talent, they've sure. got everybody in the country smoked. Um, because, yes, I do believe that Admiral can guard um, Zion, and he can guard him well, uh, but then you're looking at everybody else on Duke's team. Like, Reddish is a threat from anywhere. Barrett is... A threat from anywhere, and I actually like Alexander being able to match up with R.J. Barrett because Alexander's a little bit more athletic as far as a big. He is. He's got to guard outside though. That's he does not guard outside all that well. Um, Grant Williams and Schofield are pretty good guarding a big um, out on the perimeter. Um, Alexander, it's not so much in his repertoire. Um, but I mean, the way he's got experience, he's gotten way more physical this year, and obviously. If he has to adjust his game in some way, I mean, he and Rick Barnes are going to both make sure that it's ready Aren't to go. Aren't you guys getting ahead of yourselves a little bit, though? A little I bit. I mean, are we, are we, we don't even know if they're ever going to play each other this year. No, didn't you see the article that came out? We're actually oh, skipping gonna... the tournament okay. and just yeah. do Championship game has <laughs> decided already. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I'll be a little bummed if that happens, but hey. <laughs> you can still fill out your bracket. They're just going to take a bunch of games from previous Are they just going to sim them? No, they should just sim them. Like, play 2K? Just play some NCAA. We'll yeah, they're the just going to do some NCAA. Vegas simulations. Yeah. <laughs> the other two teams I thought actually could give Duke a run for their money both have just struggled with injuries and other outside stuff. Michigan well, State was one of them. I thought Michigan State was going to be a team that could actually hang with them. Langford going out really Josh hurts. Langford is going to hurt a lot. They're still an extremely deep team. They even, are. Even without Josh Langford. The problem is, is Josh Langford's one of those junior leadership positions that I think you got to be able to have when you move late into the tournament. I yep. think we still could do it. They've yeah. they, they had a couple. They had a run there last week where they lost three games to non-ranked teams. Now both Purdue became ranked, so I mean that wasn't as bad. The Indiana loss was pretty terrible, and then for as bad as Indiana's been playing, yes, right. <laughs> I mean, but, no, there's there's a couple of teams that are going to be able to hang with it. I mean, we already saw Gonzaga earlier in the year hanging. I was going to say Gonzaga's right? another team. UVA yeah. obviously has hung out, hung with them in two straight games. Two now. straight games. Yeah. Uh, you, you, we haven't seen UNC play them yet, but I think UNC play plays them twice. them twice coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yep. I think next week they do. Yep. I think they'll be able to actually hang with them point wise. They'll be yep. able to match them pretty good. I so wonder. There's if a good amount of teams that can hang with them and probably give them a good game. I mean, we just saw Louisville hang with them, and I mean, they choked at the end. They they lost by. Two and they were up by twenty three in the second half, but they were up by twenty three. Like they were up late in the game by twenty three on Duke. Yeah, so it's not like they can't. They, I almost they can changed, still hang with them. I almost changed the channel because I was like, man, <laughs> it's this is a blowout. Duke's getting killed, and I was uh, Peyton went to bed. He, yeah, I went he, to bed. He thought the game was over. I mean, they were down by twenty with like was it eight and a half minutes left. It's like who comes back from yeah. that? And Mora yeah. was still. I mean, Mora was still 
effective right. on the court. So right. I'm like, all right, well, momentum's so, not changing. And this is where people ask this kind of question. Did Duke win the game or did Louisville lose the game? I, I think it's a little bit of both. I, do, you, you don't just not win a game. I think Duke went out there and in the last eight minutes. They, they did play harder, and that's what Zion said in his, his post-conference is that we weren't putting the effort in. We weren't playing hard, and when we started playing harder – that's when things started happening. But Louisville yeah. imploded, too. I mean, you could just see it. This you is the thing, it. though. I think this Duke team can get down even big in a game, yeah. and they have the talent and the determination of a team to be able to come back and win any game no matter how much they're down by. Yeah. They're a dangerous team. So. They, and they are. And But when I watched the game, too, I was like, I was looking at Louisville, I'm like, what are you guys doing? You're D1 athletes. They, they look like they were lost. And that's what was a little, like, baffling to me there was there was one point where the point guard um he turned his back to zion and zion and he turns around and zion's like right in his face i'm like what are you doing yeah (laughs) why why are you turning away from from the defense that makes no sense to me so the like they just completely imploded completely imploded and you need assistance from the other team imploding in order to make a comeback like that and that's what happened with louisville um but I mean, they, give credit to Duke. They they still made the plays when they needed to. Zion really was the story because he's the one that, that was making buckets when they needed him. Um, even when they were down – well, when they were down big, he was really the only one doing anything. And then that's when you saw uh, – was it Goldwire came in? Give that kid a lot of credit because he gave them a spark off the bench defensively. So it was it was the, it was a fun game. I'm not a huge fan of Duke. It was actually fun to see something like that. Yeah, neither am I, and I'm not going to cheer for Duke by any means, but I enjoy watching this Duke exactly. team. Exactly. So I say it was fun to actually watch and see, okay, wow, yeah. like th- this was a great comeback. It's just a lot of good talent and very fun to watch. So that that's our top four then that we have in there. So I think we're all pretty willing to agree somewhere good with that. Yeah. Uh, the, only, the, the one team that I wonder if maybe could have bumped up from that top four is actually the first one in the seat of the next four. That's going to be Kentucky. I wonder maybe Kentucky or well, they Virginia. They lost last night. Did they lose last night? They I missed that. LSU. Never mind yeah, then. We'll, put, we'll keep Kentucky there. That's right, because LSU was the yeah. upset for that. And, and LSU's got, a team to look out for, too. Kentucky's got back-to-back losses. LSU last night and then Tennessee this upcoming Saturday. Oh, there you go. All right. Okay. So Kentucky currently then at the number uh, the f- number first spot in the number two seed selection. That, they'll probably drop. I'm going to assume that Michigan, after losing to 1-11 conference, Penn State's probably going to drop out of the number two spot. Yeah, that's just that's baffling. Yeah, me, I talked to my buddy today. For, for a team that's last in the conference, they they're not surprisingly deep, tough. They're yeah. not super deep though, and it's I would say this year, from my understanding, from what I've seen, Beeline's done a better job of making this team not rely rely and die by the three point. But they still, if they're cold and you keep them perimeter play down, you're going to have a chance to be able to beat U of M. And they struggle when they play teams with big guys. I mean, that's why they struggle with Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin's a team to kind of at least look out for. Anytime yep. you're, you're a team like uh, like Wisconsin that can play defense, they're kind of the the Big Ten's version of UVA. Sure. Um which I remember Wisconsin a few years ago. I mean, they were holding teams like forty-five points a game, yeah. and so Ethan Happ. I mean, yeah, he's he's a really great player. So I mean, mm-hmm. he he might even be in the running for Big Ten Player of the Year. So yeah, I think 
couple Spartans that are there are Cassius Winston will say there's put a, him up there. There's a lot of guys in the Big Ten that are really talented and could possibly win that. I think he's in the at least the running though. You could mention him for it. Yeah, yeah, I would say he's at least in the running for it. So So you got Michigan currently at the other spot, then North Carolina coming in at the next one. And then Michigan State bringing up the last. I think Michigan State with winning the last two and then winning on the road last night at uh at Wisconsin is gonna I think keep them solidified in number two, even though they struggled last week. So I, I think they're still safe, probably in that two slot. Any any qualms about any of that? No. Okay. Yeah. And then currently the next one's going down for the three seeds is Purdue, Kansas, Houston, and Marquette. Houston a surprise. I mean, we talked in preseason. We, we thought maybe they'd be up there. Who's the kid that we were watching? Uh, what's it? Marquette. What's his name? The the guard for Marquette. Oh, it's Winston. That kid is incredible. Uh, he he's didn't he have a forty point game earlier. In the he's year? incredible. He's he's one of those guys you got to look out for in in tournament time. Cause well, and Houston was last year. I mean, they almost beat Michigan. Uh, is it? Win- no, it's not Winston. It's um, it was Jordan Poole on the three pointer at the end of the game to put Michigan over Houston. But, but Mar- Marquette, because we talked about how there are times where you have a team with a guy. Like there's one guy that just kind of takes down, like Steph Curry. You know, like you have him in a tournament setting. Marcus Howard, that's it. The, yeah, Marcus Howard. If you haven't watched him, you got to watch this kid because he he's a guy that can that could break some brackets. He could bust some brackets yeah. up. He's nuts. His step back three is filthy. <laughs> yeah, if but, you get hot with oh that in a tournament, gosh. that makes all the difference, right? Ser- there. Seriously, oh, yeah. he, he'll probably make you pick some games for Marquette. I'm telling you, I mean, just watching some of his games, you're like, wow, he is fun to watch. If you haven't watched Marquette, I know I'm advocating Marquette. Yeah. Give Marquette a watch because that kid is a lot of fun. Because okay. if even if he's not doing it, you got the Hauser brothers who can shoot the lights out of the gym. Yeah, yeah. Marquette's a team to look out for. They are a team to look out for. Not, not many people are talking about them, but that's a team that could really make a run. So. And then the bottom four, uh, well, not the bottom four, but the next, uh, the four teams in the four seed, are going to be Iowa State, Nevada, Louisville, and then Wisconsin coming in there. Wisconsin may drop out. Did lose to a number eleven team, so they may be able to hold on to that seed currently right now. But I think overall, your top sixteen—that's a pretty well close, accurate depiction of where things are probably going to land out. I wouldn't be surprised if most of these teams finish with one of the top four seed spots. Just got to see what it comes down to tournament time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Guys, I have a breaking news for myself here. I'm watching the the Toronto Washington game. Pa- Pascal Siakam has forty four points. It's because Kawhi's out. I saw that. I think Kawhi's not playing. But, man, this kid's offensive paralysis just taken over this year. Holy cow. Anyway, we'll, I just We'll need, get to your NBA. I just, minute, I just needed to all say right. that. I need to get that off my chest. So all of us here from our, our fans' perspective, I mean, my Spartans definitely making it. I think mm-hmm. good chance they're going to make a run here. Obviously, your Tennessee Volunteers are going to make a run. Is Clemson going to make the tournament? Well, we're, we're hoping we make a run because last year we should have made a run. That's true. And then wet the bed. Just don't pull a UVA. Tonight was a night where I, I was thinking to myself, this is a game that I could see us losing very easily, and we did. We lost by one to a buzzer beater again, so it was to Miami, so that hurts. But Clemson's made some big strides. They they went on a five-game winning streak. 
They're sitting at fifteen and nine. Fifteen and nine. So um, they 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 have to go on a run probably in the ACC tournament if they want. Well, to not, they have to win a couple of games in the. I ACC say not tournament. not necessarily because they still have some game. Honest, oh, you can't get bounced. You can't get bounced in like round one of the ACC because they're not going to get a bye. No. So they need to. They still have some opportunities on their schedule though because they still play UNC at home. They still play Louisville away. They still have Duke one more time, don't they? No, they, they played them both twice already. They only play them once. Oh, they're only one. Okay. Yeah, and then they play Florida State again. So that's four ranked teams yeah. right there. They already beat Virginia Tech as a ranked team. So I think you still got to win at least one game in the tournament. To be able I, to I would. I would agree. I. Th- they still have to play Boston College. They still have to play Notre Dame. They still have to play Syracuse again. So yeah, I mean they they still have opportunities on the schedule. To possibly get some quality wins, but we'll see. I mean, it's it's tough to say. I would say yes, they do make it because they are a season team. They've been able. They were one and five to start the to start the ACC, and now they're five and six. So the fact that they're battled back into it, I think that they can make the tournament. I think they will make the tournament, but it would be as sure. a, I think it'd be as eleven seed or a ten seed. It's not going to be any higher than that. Right. You guys can't drop a silly game though. No, like no. I, like tonight. The, That's crazy. The, the focus can't be on, you know, and Brad Brownell's got a, you know, big task ahead of him of keeping people focused, but you can't be focused on which teams you have to beat to get in and not be focusing on what should be right throwaway games. Yep. And you end up getting mossed by some small Miami. Has, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, no chance at getting in the tournament. Now, do, do you want me to ask Thomas? Let's move to the next subject. <laughs> <laughs> ask. Do it. Move to do, the you mi- do you miss you- Jim Calhoun? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I like Dan Hurley a lot. Dan Hurley will get the job done soon. He just, it's not his recruiting class. I say, it's, I agree. And, it's, and it's IT, Kevin, we're still and IT reaping birth? the. Uh, Define soon. Soon? I'll give him. Like, like Tennessee football soon? Or no, no, <laughs> come, on, come on, no, no, no. Uh, next year, we no. Next year, he's bringing in a couple of four-star recruits. He's got a top fifty recruit. Um, they're still in the, they're still in contention for one of the top ten recruits that hasn't been signed yet. For next year so i think he's going to definitely improve the recruiting so i think in the next year or two they will be back into the tournament they'll they'll be back uh, on top of the aac but this year he he didn't have recruiting it wasn't his recruiting class uh, he got hired kind of late kevin ollie did awful with recruiting so i mean he they they had no top i don't think they had a single top 100 recruit this year mm. because of kevin ollie can they get into the nit yeah um, well, Jalen, well, Jalen Adams, our best score. Oh, that's player. right, Jalen Adams. He's, he's out for the next four to six weeks, so that's gonna hurt. He's, that, uh, he's that takes averaging you, seventeen points. That a game. takes you through conference championships. Yeah, so. he might. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, and he's a senior as well. So, all right, mm-hmm. so a lot of exciting college basketball coming up in the next coming weeks here. So, we'll definitely we'll have to we're gonna have to do a show for our uh, our bracket picks. Oh, absolutely. Where we each reveal our brackets on the show. That'll definitely be a fun time to do there. So. Well, we're all going to have like six brackets, so we're just going to oh, have 100%. to do brackets <laughs> we need, like, this. We right. need a specific bracket for this because I always have like 20 brackets. Sure, exactly. I'm still waiting for my steak dinner for getting the Heisman Trophy one. Oh, that's I'll get you a steakums so. dinner. Still need that. <laughs> Some thin steak? Some frozen steakums? <laughs> no, thanks. I, I want my... I, I don't even know which steak restaurant I want around here. I just want my steak dinner. Will you accept snossages? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want no? steak. Okay. okay. All right. How about a home cooked you, you guys could have brought me a blaze pizza before you came in tonight, and I, I may have solidified with that, but <laughs> didn't ask. Cheaper than a steak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on here a little bit. Now, we will be bring, talking soccer, football, whatever you crazy people, communists, love to call it, but in the coming weeks here as we will be having Scott Weeby on the show, 
coming up here. Friend of ours from work who is a we not runs talking a, now runs a soccer podcast. What's the name of his show again? Give him a shout out. I don't remember the uh, name. That's we'll, not uh, good. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll give him a shout out when he comes. We on will the give show. him a shout out. We'll make it good. So we'll be getting Scott Weeby on here to talk a little bit more about soccer. Um, but with Peyton being our soccer expert on this podcast, can you tell us anything about the Champions League? Uh, I can tell you plenty about the Champions League. Don't uh, get him started. Uh oh. I would like You've to got point out 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one who's actually slightly interested in soccer. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I'm looking forward to talking AAF, so So no, I'm excited for that too. Um there's a few teams that are going to be kind of scary. You're still, I mean, it's a pretty big field still at this point. Still a lot We of explained hitters. it to Kyle this week actually. Somebody at work, uh shout out to Tyler, explained the whole system to to Kyle. He had no it idea. Didn't sink in. What? It didn't sink it didn't in. You don't you don't remember, I remember any of it? I remember he told me it was interesting. We explained how it the works, whole system of how it works. He didn't I even know what the, the way soccer tournaments yeah. run. Oh yeah. It's, oh, it's they're, awesome. They're it's so it's nice. definitely interesting, I will say that. Like I was more intrigued by the I, actual I told setup him it's it. similar to the World Cup. I mean it's similar in a way that the way it's formatted with group settings and, and the way you advance in a way. To a degree. It's, it's just similar. it's a little different with yeah. the legs that you have in there right. being able to have a chance of playing away and home. Right. against obviously you can't do that in the World Cup, but yeah. So um, I mean, one the one big game that uh, really uh, really captivated me was PSG beating without Man Neymar. U two zero without Neymar, without Cavani, without Munier. I mean, three three of their uh, better players didn't even play, and they just they stomped all over Man U. Now, Man U's big issue in the 89th minute, Paul Pogba got a red card, so he's out for the next game. So. Yeah, uh, Man is not going to move on. <laughs> yeah. That's PSG showed themselves to be a very complete team, uh, not having everyone available. Um, so, I mean, Bayern's always going to be difficult. Man U with Pep, Guardiola at the helm. I mean, they're going to be Re- tough in a Real's won it the last couple of years, correct? Uh, yes. But now, um, now, obviously, without Ronaldo, their shot's probably hurt to repeat. I mean, I think they've won... Last couple, three of the last couple of years or so, uh, something like that. So, uh, they're not the favorites. Can can we say that? No. Okay. No, they're not. It's they just look. I don't know. They look weird. Yeah. They look weird without him. Yeah. Um. But post Ronaldo life I, is a little. I strange. think they look more like a soccer team now, as opposed to a one one, man one guy crew. chooses not to pass and shoot. Hey, it worked. If they win, it worked. Yeah, but I mean. You've got Barcelona in there as well. That's, I mean, them. Tottenham's playing really well, beating uh, Borussia Dortmund 3-0. Um, so the the field is still heavy, and that's only, you know, part of the way through the first leg. Um, so it's uh, got a lot to watch uh, next week. Do you say he's joining next week? or next? Uh, it should be next week. He's got to check with the wife. Well, he's got to check his schedule. <laughs> so so we, will do, we will do a Thursday episode. We'll just be phoning in with Peyton as he's away. Yes. If, if I can. If he can if get I'm away. Available. If you're available. He's going to be eating a lot you of gotta barbecue. You've got to be available. We got, he's got to eat his barbecue in Kansas City. Right? <laughs> it's not a business trip. For doing a, a soccer a show with This Scott, is just a barbecue You've got to be involved in that conversation because I know I can't carry even a lick of conversation about this. You can a little bit. We're going to have to have our soccer. I could bring somebody else on if we need. We can push it off an extra week. 
if he's okay with it. He's if okay it with would it. help his uh, his wife, you give an grant, extra week notice. You yes. know, an extra week. Grant him freedom for uh, for a couple hours that night. I'll get my people to talk with his people. We'll figure. <laughs> get the agents involved here. <laughs> We're going big time now. You know, here at Donovan. Yeah, we cover Flames. everything. <laughs> All right, so definitely have that coming up here. Like I said, in the coming weeks, talking a little bit more soccer for you soccer fans out there. Uh, move on to a little bit of MLB here. So. Sure. What, you, what, what is going on? Yeah, Peyton, you can go to sleep. You know what? I'm going to no, stay awake yeah, because you yeah. guys were Andy's awake. Andy's putting pressure on you. You guys were awake during my little yeah. spiel about soccer, so I will I will listen. Take, <laughs> take it, Thomas. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I don't know. I don't really know what to say here. I'm just – I'm honestly, I'm still baffled. Pitchers and catchers have, have all pretty much reported at this point. We've got spring training games in, in about a week, right? Yep. Spring training games in about a week. And no Bryce Harper, no Manny Machado, no Dallas Keuchel, no Marwin Gonzalez, no uh, Kimbrell, and about 90 other free agents are still out there without a team. Like, okay. I, like I know last year this happened with guys like J.D. Martinez, but I don't think it was this late. Oh, no. J.D. Right? was signed before this last year. I don't year. think it was this late. Like, these guys are literally about to go into the season with no tra- – like, this is going to hurt 100-plus free agents because now they don't have spring training. So it's getting a little bit ridiculous. So like it was all, you know, oh hey, when are, when are they going to sign? When are they going to get a contract? Which team are they going to go to? You know, that was the, the narrative the last couple of weeks. Now it's like, all right, this is bad for baseball. Like you, you have guys like Clayton Kershaw publicly say, hey, that this is bad for baseball. He he said this. He he tweeted out like this is not a good look My. because these teams are now at a disadvantage. These players are at a disadvantage because they don't have the spring training uh, and and yeah. the warm up. How do you My, think that these kind of absences will affect the CBA? Oh, it's going to be big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In There's going to be a lockout. So, yeah, this is not going to be good. No. And this is what's interesting, too. My buddy pointed this out to me today. He said there are 16 MLB franchises right now that are currently under the spending limit for MLB. Now, spending limit for MLB is a luxury tax, it's not a real mm-hmm. salary cap. Right. But there are 16 teams that are under that. That just. Teams aren't spending money on baseball well, players right there's now. The, Everybody the, is doing the tank method of trying yeah, to tank, yeah, the problem, build a team on yeah. the farm system, and then try and win that That's way. the problem. There's no incentive to be uh, 500, which is hurting hurting baseball in general with the popularity because you're not having teams you know, compete night after night. And you know, you're not having like when it was in the 90s where almost every team was at least around 500 and every team could compete and score f- – like five to ten runs any game and score a bunch of you know hit a bunch of home runs. Now these teams are tanking like the Marlins, where you can't name a single guy in the roster, and they don't have a single. I think before the Real Muto trade, they didn't have a single prospect within the top one hundred prospects. Yeah, and they're tanking, and they traded away all their best players. Yep, and they didn't have a single guy in the top. And, 100 and that's prospects. why. And that's why you're going to see when it comes to the collective bargaining agreement, this is going to be addressed. Because it's, well, it's it's hurting ratings, oh, it's hurting is. popularity. Because these teams aren't interesting, it's hurting players' money. It's it's hurting a lot of things. So what what changes do you see coming? I think you're gonna have to start moving towards. Um, They're gonna go rookie with the NBA. contracts are gonna uh, yeah contracts in general are gonna be shorter like the NBA. Rookie contracts have to be shorter. You have to start pushing up these prospects. Minimum minimum amount has to be spent. Yeah, like the minimum NBA. amount. I think they'll put a minimum minimum spend. minimum. Salary amounts arbitration, I think, should go away or or it needs to be tweaked because you have these guys like Bryce Harper, who's rare, who's now 26 being a free agent. But you don't hit free agency until your late 20s. Typically, like Aaron Judge is not going to hit free agency until he's 29. Yeah. 
And and it's not like he signed extensions or anything. It's just his rookie deal, and then with arbitration, he doesn't hit free agency until he's 29. Which is why. And then so he gets one big contract. Which is why we're going to talk about this in a second, but Kyler Murray choosing to go NFL over MLB. It makes way more sense for that. Most I mean, likely. For this, uh, you're going to be a rookie contract until you're 29 for MLB. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. There's too many unknowns. Well, honestly, uh, even in his situation, I think that with baseball, you are you have longevity as far as being able to play. So, he, I mean, yeah, you, you do risk a few years as far as going it, into the farm system. But Yes and no, because he, he's going to be a quarterback. Right. So I was saying, any, but he could, he any could. other position in NFL, I'd agree with you there, but... Well, you're the I'm, I know I'm, I'm getting to a point. Yeah. So, it, no, no, you're good. If, we're, still, we're still in baseball. If if he were to flake and not wind up being a good NFL quarterback, he could then go to baseball. Because, like I say, with baseball, you can play until you're 38, 40 years old. Right. I know you could do that with football too, but I'm just saying that he has the luxury of being quality for both. Sure. He could do it for now, baseball. Hold, or hold your opinions football. back though cuz he's going to be our first love it or hate it. That's and, true. And uh, so. Chad uh the the Padres. There you go. That's the <laughs> uh, answer to your question. <laughs> Ju- Justin Verlander actually came out and talked about this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he did. Yesterday. Yep. And here's his tweet. It says a 100 or so free agents left unsigned. System is broken. They blame rebuilding, but that's BS. You're telling me you couldn't sign Bryce or Manny for 10 years and go from there? Seems like a good place to start a rebuild to me. Absolutely. 26 to 36 is a great performance window, too. The only thing I'll disagree is 10-year, no one's getting 10-year contracts anymore. Sure. I don't, in any sport, I don't think anybody should get a 10-year contract. But to, so his, I'll, to, to his That's point, the only thing I disagree with him. Right. Yeah, he's he's 100% correct in everything else. Well, he's he's a player who's going to want that long contract, so he's going to make that statement because he wants those long contracts. So I get why he's saying that, but it, it is hurting the game. I, it's and it's going to come down to collective bargaining agreement. Like I said, I think you're going to see a lockout. Hopefully, it doesn't go turn into 1994 all over again. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's, yeah, it, the changes are going to be coming to baseball, especially on the business side of it. That I, I do think will make the game better in the long run. Well, and, and Verlander also had another tweet, uh, January 26th. It said the biggest detriment to our game right now is the non-competitiveness of two thirds of the league. I yeah. think that's why you're seeing free agents not getting signed. Do you think? Well, it's the Tigers GM Alavila came in a couple weeks ago, and he said Tigers aren't going to be in a position to spend money until 2021, 2022. Do you think? So what does that do for me as a fan though? for the next three years? Yeah, that means I'm just yeah. okay. I turn. See in a yeah. few years. Well, well yeah, because yeah. and if you want to look at a money perspective from MLB saying that kind of a thing, I buy my MLB season ticket so I can watch baseball games down here. Knowing that, I I don't know that I want to spend the money this year, next year, the year after if they're not going to be competitive. competitive Do you team. think they need to now change maybe the playoff picture too? Because you have so few teams that get into the playoffs. No, which I normally like. Yeah, I, I like that. I structure. like I like that structure. For but MLB is. if you extend it, maybe more teams try to be. You'll have to shorten the regular season, or or maybe do you change the tanking system where the the worst team no longer gets the the one the number one draft pick, it's yeah, the first team out of the playoffs, maybe. The thing the, with the first team who misses the playoff gets the first pick. So you encourage trying to at least get to the playoffs and if you just miss, you're rewarded by that because you at least tried. Or more picks in the draft. I, I mean MLB when it comes down there's so many rounds for it. Losing the first pick and the top pick isn't a huge deal in MLB. I mean it, you get that gold gem once in a while, but there's a lot of times yeah. number one overall picks and MLB fail. So Right. Yeah, so yeah. maybe you have some relegation system with draft picks or and something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely need, needs to be adjusted, and we'll look forward as things one, come up. Hopefully, we see these free agents get signed sooner than later. Maybe by next one, podcast. One more thing here, and this is interesting because of like what uh, going back to Verlander's non-competitiveness. 
last season in, in the MLB, there were three teams that lost 100 or more games and eight that lost 95 or more. That's yeah. insane. This was the first time since 2002 more than two teams lost 100 or more games, and the only times the only time since MLB expanded its season to 162 games that eight teams lost at least 95 games. And none of those teams are going to be competitive again this year, probably. That's none of them. That's just crazy. I really, I do think, and being an Astros fan, unfortunately, <laughs> here, that unfortunately. They're, they're, they're looking. Well, they're looking at the Astros method because of what they did a few years but ago. But the Astros always spent money as well, too. It's not like they bought them out and didn't spend money. They still spent money, and and they they did it. In but a, in a very they got a way. lot of it through the drafting system. They did because they got George Springer through draft. They got Correa through draft. They got but they Altuve hit on every single first they, round pick. Yeah, and then they Chris Bregman through draft. I mean they Alex Bregman or Alex. Bregman. Come on, no, you call yourself Chris Bregman. Yeah, yeah right. it happens. <laughs> oh, that might be right. a false false fan. Oh, he he has a brother too that got drafted. <laughs> yeah, by the uh-huh. yeah um, brothers. So anyway, but yes, uh, they they did a great job with drafting. Um, so that that's one other thing that that the Astros did do well, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's going to be interesting to see. I, I do tend to agree with you. There's probably going to be some sort of of uh, strike coming. Um, so yeah, there definitely will be. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving on. We doing trivia? We're going to no. talk football. Okay, football. We're getting ta- we're going to talk football in the third week of February. This is exciting. I, I'm really happy so about. We're talking this. Antonio NFL? Brown. Or perhaps another league. I can oh, tell, I can tell you this. So I told my wife after we did our show, I said, oh, on Sat- Saturday, by the way, I need to watch the AAF. And she says, what's the AAF? She says, oh, it's a new football league. It's and a wrestling just, league. Eyes were rolled beyond belief at me. She says, we don't, we're not watching that. I'm like, no, I have to we watch a little bit of that. it. We don't She's recognize like, oh, that. This isn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next, so, you want to say you watch college or the, you, you watch a Canadian football league? I have never. Uh, I've I, never uh, watched the I can't say never because I've watched some. Canadian football, CFL. We're all just waiting for some more XFL. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's what we're waiting for. Three football. Leagues. I don't know. This AAF is was pretty fun to watch. I I liked the setup. You of like it. a forty to nothing game? I didn't watch that game. Okay. I like the hits on defense. Yeah, I liked the fact they let them play. I, there was there wasn't a whole lot of now. The CEO will and... say that was not by design. Yeah. He still is safety, but he said less flags. Uh, is the goal. So they want to let them play as far as less flags and, and not be as strict. The one thing I could definitely could tell, at least for the games that I watched, there was a reason these quarterbacks are not in the NFL. Uh, the defensive Christian players Hackenberg, are Christian Hackenberg, cough, cough. Christian Hackenberg. Yeah, there was, oh man. Second round pick. I, there were so many, so many throws that just the ball hit the dirt. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, oh, oh gosh. And, and, and oh. not be, while oh, the quarterback no. not being rushed either, like having time still and just being complete horrible pass. Yeah, or there was, oh, who was it? I can't remember which game we were watching. I think it was the, the kid the from Arizona State. For San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, the Gilbert? No, it's no. Berta, Bertavici. Or oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> he's getting ready to throw the ball and he just like sticks his hand out against yep. the back of his center. <laughs> For a second, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, just brace, just man. Back up, like if he's getting too close. My footwork's not that good, there, bro. I'm like, you gotta move in the pocket. Like, I understand standing tall in the pocket, but you may not want to brace Even yourself Manning has against a man being uh, being rushed right now. Oh gosh. I'll say this: the one good thing I'll say about the the one thing that leads me to think that this league could be successful, or there's two things. One one thing is they actually have general managers, which is good. Mm-hmm. 
none of these professional te- uh, professional leagues other than the NFL have established general managers in, in a structure like this. They've always just, hey, the coach picks the team and the coach does all this. Like the XFL, that's what they did. So that's one thing I like that they actually separate that where there's a general manager actually looking for talent um, and then the coach actually does its own thing and they're, they're bringing different schemes in. It's actually seems like they're trying to develop players other than just trying to put out a product, which is cool. They actually have offensive, offensive systems going. And the second thing is they're trying to partner with the NFL. They're trying to work with them, make it make some fluidity there, uh, make it easy for players to go back and forth, almost like a developmental league for the NFL, which could keep them a long, a long, long let me try that again. Around longer. Around longer. There you go. It's late. It's, it's past my bedtime. No, it's not. <laughs> had, I'm just getting started. You haven't had dinner yet either. So I have not had dinner yet. I'm I'm gonna watch one more week of AAF. Well, you have to I'm, find it because it's not on CBS anymore. It's a, but all week the games are online. Was. They're on. They're, they're on, on NFL Network and on CBS. CBS Network, uh, Sports Network. They have website a, yeah. too. So I'm gonna watch again. I'm trying to decide on my team. I'm thinking. I like the San Antonio. I like that team. You're not Josh. Wood, you're not in Josh Woodrum's corner. I'm not. They're Mormons out there in Utah. <laughs> that's why Josh Woodrum's over there. That's right. That's right. They looked at him and said, "Yeah, close, yeah, close enough." enough. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, well, definitely. I, he's not a full actually. Heathen. Actually, we need to go around the table here and say who our teams are. Atlanta. I'm going. They lost Mike, 40, Mike 40 to six, but you know what? Yeah, because uh, honestly, th- we talked about this too a little bit. That it's they're um, they're placed on their teams as far as the regions that they went to school. So. Atlanta being the closest thing to Clemson. There are a couple Clemson guys on the Atlanta team, so I was like, all right, go Atlanta. Same with, uh, I know that's why Peyton's a Memphis fan, because of the Tennessee. Yeah, they had a bad loss, too, though. Yep. The 26-0. But Mike you know Singletary. What? That's a Mike Singletary team yeah. for you. Mike Singletary is on there, and Hackenberg is looking like he probably shouldn't even be in the AAF right now. Oh, uh, yeah, and Trent Richardson looked really great with two and a half yards of carry and two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so remember when Trent Richardson came out and said, how do you see your career ending? And he said, putting on a gold jacket. Yeah. And then seeing him join this league, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Is he is he really trying to make something happen here? I guess it really just depends. Let's say he plays well in the AAF, and this first game is not indicative. Then he just has to convince the powers that be to make sure that the color of the jackets are gold, so that <laughs> the, way he's not a liar. <laughs> or he just buys his own gold jacket. Right. Uh, Micah Green asks... Yeah, that's an do, interesting question. Do we think that players will gravitate more towards AAF, more for playing time, possibly than the NFL? I will say, eventually, if the league can become successful. If it, right if now, it stays around. Right now, t- players are still going to go for the money that's in the NFL, but if... The league does well and profit but sharing goes up. You could see you could see that. You could see college players or even players electing not even to go to college if this league stays sure. around. Yeah. Or, or you could even see not saying this has happened, Jared. Don't 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 get sad. Trevor Lawrence. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Like people have thought like maybe Trevor Lawrence plays a year or two in the AAF because he can get some real money out of that. And maybe maybe develop better. You never know. I'm not saying he yeah. can develop better, but like players could think I can develop better under Steve Spurrier well, or like a guy like you're, you're already, Mike Vick as my offensive coordinator and get paid for it right. than play three years in college. Maybe I'll right. do one year in college and two years in the right. AAF. 
Yeah, because you're already getting. If you do that, you're you're getting the ability to be able to play against guys that are in their mid twenties, in their thirties. The major thing, though, I think the NCAA and the NFL came to the agreement that they did for the NFL because we, Peyton and I have talked about this in terms of why players for basketball, it's okay for them to go one and done, or even a few years ago when it was high school straight to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Your body doesn't have to be developed to a certain point for NBA. For NBA. For football. In the NFL, NFL especially. 18-year-olds are not ready to go to the NFL. They're just not. I mean, you might have an exception, but it's just that there's not going to be that type mm-hmm. of player that's going to be ready to go. Because when they go to college, they put on an extra 20, 20-ish, maybe more pounds of, of muscle, and they get that man strength. Yeah, and your bone structure changes. Yeah. You're turning into a truly solid person. Yeah, 18 and to 21. We, Unless you're Zion Williamson. Yeah, we even, had the, <laughs> uh, we even had the discussion with Dylan, Dylan Llewellyn, if he watches this. Yes. Um, and Because uh, Dylan played as a linebacker here at Liberty. And uh, he talked about, you know, in high school, like, I was a, was a big guy on the football team. It's like, and I'm going into it like, oh, I'm going to play college ball, like, I'm I'm ready. Like I'm ready to go. He's like, then I got here. I was like, uh, m- maybe. And then he started putting in the work, saw himself change, and looked back at pictures. He was like, yeah, no, I wasn't ready. <laughs> I, I would have been snapped in half. Yeah, it, it's rare you see a player come out of high school that's right or NFL ready. Or Sean Gary when he came out at U of M. I mean, that boy was built like an NFL defensive I, lineman right away. But that's rare. I think the eventuality is going to be this is like what we talked about that. The AAF is going to look to partner with the NFL. With that being said, they're like still, a minor league system. They're still going to That's have the goal, yeah. I, right. I they're, they're still going to have the the rules in place. I think well, of, and they work together for the creation of this league with the NFL. And the NFL is right. Didn't do a whole lot for, it, but they gave their blessing. Right. right. Take some of our players. We'll help you out as far right. as that setup goes. So I think that that is the eventuality of what we were talking about before. And so with that, I do think that players this will help with busts. I think that you you may not see as many busts anymore because this will give the hope that if a player's not doing well his first couple of years, they can maybe get down into the AAF, get some reps with NFL talented players, maybe build confidence. Confidence is so key in sports. So it maybe build some confidence and then get back in the NFL and get another opportunity. I think this is this is creating more opportunities for players that might not have done well their first few years and then they get a second chance per se so right i I could see that happening but that's why i do think that if the af does eventually partner with the nfl that they're going to have to follow the same guidelines that the nfl does and if that is the case then then players in college aren't going to be able to do hey let me just come out right now this after i did one year of college they're going to follow the same rules as the nfl i think that's a lot of the reason why the uh, structure is already similar as far as penalties. You know, they 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 do have differences within the game. Yeah, they have um, a lot of the same rules. I think the only difference they really did is take out some of the stupid plays that nobody. They they like said the kickoffs. Yeah, and like all that. the worst plays or the plays that nobody wants to see. We try to take out like like you said, kickoffs, extra points, uh, yeah. onside kicks, things like that. Um, so I I feel like it's going to be a good grooming area. I'm I'm wondering. Because you're still going to have agents that are going to be speaking into people's ears, um, and this is a and and I don't know back end what's allowed, what's not allowed. I know the NFL has fine lines of what agents can do and what they can't do. Right. I don't know if the AAF has that 
fully developed yet. Um, it, it's a completely open ground for an agent hmm. who may just see some kid who has NFL hopes of, hey, why don't you, why don't you sign with me? It's a lot cheaper than in the NFL. Why don't you just go there, uh, play for a year or two, really like build your skills up? Because there are going to be guys that they know they're not ready for the NFL, but they still need to play around talent that's better than college. Um, which we can use that loosely right now after watching the first <laughs> first week of AAF. Uh, so I'm interested to see, um, you know, how that movement ends up taking place. Everybody wants to get to the NFL, but this is a big avenue of, hey, this could really help me get there. Now, Jared brings up the bust. I do have a question. If Trent Richardson is terrible oh in boy. the AAF, is Which, he the worst bust of all time <laughs> in football? <laughs> what was? Wait, but what he was did he? have like two touchdowns. He, he was a Heisman finalist. Oh, I mean, as far as like <laughs> a, a draft three. Pick. That's what I mean. Was Heisman he the third fa- overall Heisman pick? finalist, top top five draft pick. Anyway, I'll say to nah, not he can't even be, be able to perform in the AAF. Nah, he can't. Be it's the pretty worst. bad though. It's he can't it's up the there. Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf. Okay. <laughs> Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. Yeah, Jamarcus come on, Russell. Come on, Jamarcus See, Russell. Yeah, th- it makes you wonder, Yeah, though. but they all only had it in one league. If he fails <laughs> in two. In <laughs> <laughs> a, a lesser league. I don't yeah, even I think Jamarcus Russell watches football anymore. Like, the guy <laughs> wouldn't, like, they probably would, like, if, if he was in shape, they'd give him a call and he'd be like, what? There's another football league? Like he would, I hope, he, I hope he, he, he would have no idea what's going on. I hope he golfs a lot. No, <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope people talk about the name Jamarcus Russell you know, out there on the green, and he's like, yeah, no, I think it's yeah. somebody else. You know he does nothing <laughs> of activity, right? Like he did, he, there's well, no, he didn't look like he did anything. There's no way he does anyway. any activity. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the, our new segment here. Love it or hate When's it? trivia? Trivia before? Well, trivia is going to be the end. We're going to Tri- close trivia out trivia. Trivia is the end. Okay. Close, closing out with so, the trivia tonight. Yeah, okay. So this is going to be the love it or hate it. So Wait, so Valentine's edition, are we allowed Valentine's to actually edition. hate things? Or can, do we just we have can, to be full of love? We can hate things. You can, you can double hate. We can double hate, Max. We did this all for the ladies in our life by doing this on Wednesday night this week. So tomorrow. Instead of on Thursday. So we're caring. So that's part of the love of this episode. But we can definitely talk about things that we don't like as well. There are things I still hate on Valentine's Day. Chocolate. Whoa! Just kidding. Whoa! Jared's about to come over. I love chocolate. I love the day after Valentine's Day though more because that chocolate chocolate. is much cheaper. It's discounted. Discounted. So, so we'll do this here. Um, We're gonna put a one minute time limit each person has when it goes around on this. You don't have to take the full minute, but one minute at the minute mark, I'm cutting you off. We gotta go from there. (laughs) You have a timer. I do have a timer. Oh, one minute each. One minute each. Well, then it's gonna be like. 30-minute segment. You, you, you don't have to take the full 30, <laughs> 30 seconds. If you give us a minute, I think we're going to take it. Uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> All right. So the first one here, Kyler Murray. We're going to go we'll go in the order of starting right. with Jared around All the right. table here. So number one for it, Kyler Murray has decided to NFL over the MLB. Do you love it or do you hate it? I love it. Uh, just being a football guy, I love it. Um, I think that... I think he he brings a lot to the table. He watching him in the the game against Alabama. Now, granted, we saw Alabama's defense wasn't all that fantastic, unless Clemson just made him out to be something ridiculous. But anyway, he looked great against Alabama. He looked like Michael Vick. I mean, just how quick he was, and so he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I just in in the in the sense of being able to watch and spectate Kyler Murray, I love it. <laughs> So I, he would have been fun with either sport, but I, I think football is his calling. 
Uh, love it or hate it? I will say love it just because baseball stinks. Hey, oh, now. <laughs> we just lost all our viewers. Come on. Um, all three of them. Like Jared said, just as a football fan, being able to – and, again, this is selfish because I'm not a baseball fan. Being able to watch a player who's good come to the sport that I would prefer to watch, I'm happy with. Now, um, how much of this is him just not liking the structure of how baseball is running right now could could be part of it. Um, you know, if you ask him, hey, which sport do you love more? Probably be well. They're they're different, so I love them both in different ways. Um, so selfishly, just as a football fan, I I love that he's coming to the NFL. Um, I'm seeing some Russell Wilson uh, traits. All right, and Thomas, I hate it. You hate it. Well, I didn't want all three of us to say I love it, but I I was trending towards I hate it anyway. It's like your picks again. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> that works. Go ahead, go it ahead. works. No, I was trending towards I hate it anyway because. I'm not gonna tell him what to do. That's his, you know, that's his, de- that's his decision. I don't know which one he loves more, but honestly, I think he would do better in baseball. I am not. It's not the height argument. I'm a short guy. Obviously, he proved in in college and everywhere he's played, height hasn't changed him. You know, if he was one inch taller, would it make that much of a difference? Probably not. I, don't, I mean, that's one inch. It doesn't make that much of a difference. We've seen short quarterbacks do it. I just think. Something I don't I don't have the stats I don't have the you know the the proof but something tells me he might end up on a bad team bad situation he's not gonna be Baker Mayfield he's not gonna be as good as Baker Mayfield I think he would have a better shot to be a star in in baseball just in time just in time we got that and ten year old me you know <laughs> I love right. baseball more so I'm gonna go with love it as well. I'm going with the love it on this side of things because I love it for Kyler Murray. I mean, I wanted to see him in the NFL, like I, I or in MLB. I wanted to be able to watch Kyler Murray. I mean, he was a fantastic athlete. I think he would have been a great baseball player. However, for him, I think it's the smart move that you got to take. You got you're going to be guaranteed way more money being a top round NFL draft pick than going into the MLB. You don't know what can happen. It's just not. The unknowns in baseball are way more than unknowns in football. And if things don't work out in the NFL, he's going to have a spot to go back to baseball. Somebody's going to take him to come back there. Tim Tebow can go do it. Kyler Murray can do it. Agreed. So, all right. And the we're next one. So we're we're going to do 30 seconds for this one. You're going to run the timer for this? I got it right now. Okay. Right, well, let me restart. Start it over again. So, uh, love it or hate it, number two. Kareem Hunt signed by the Browns. Love it or hate it? Uh, I love it again. So, Kareem Hunt did what he needed to, uh, as I was talking with Peyton about before. He did what he needed to in terms of he sought out help, and he did it early. As soon as the Chiefs released him, he went ahead and he got into a anger management system, and I think that that was the best thing he could have done because that showed his dedication. The one thing that makes me hate it, though, is that they are already pretty set at running back with Nick Chubb and Duke Johnson, so that made no sense there. But You're up. Uh, I love it. Um, I am kind of confused because of their running back situation, but I mean, uh, you know, if Kareem Hunt's going to play in the same way, I definitely believe that, uh, he'll be, you know, you know, Duke Johnson will probably be the one to go. Nick Chubb's young enough, but, um, yeah, I, I love it. I think that opens up a lot of options as a good receiving back too. Okay. And Thomas, love I it love or it. hate it. I love it. Uh, someone ha- someone was going to do it. 
Uh, if if you're gonna do it, do it now. What's what's there to lose? You know, it's a minimal contract. I think nothing's guaranteed. They can if if the suspension's not too long, they can play him for a game or two and then trade him at the deadline, or maybe they go ahead and trade Duke Johnson or they I, I don't know. Nick Chubb, great player, had a great second half of the season, but he's not gonna be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. So I think this adds some dimension. We saw the Patriots have three running backs in the Super Bowl. Uh, the more running backs, the better. I hate it. Um, not because he got signed. I hate it because I think the numerous other teams missed out on an opportunity that could have had a better shot at getting him over the Browns. So I hate it for the fact that he could have gone many other places and been a better fit than just being at Cleveland. I think this does very well for Cleveland, though. I think Cleveland is definitely a playoff contender now next year moving forward. All right, uh, number three on our love it or hate it, Luke Walton should be fired. That statement, love it or hate it? Uh, I hate it. I, I, I don't think it's merited whatsoever. I mean, LeBron was out for 18 games. He's done a great job with the, the young guys that they do have. Um, I think that with LeBron coming back now, this gives them a better opportunity to see what they have. Um, I mean, LeBron's – what's the LeBron factor? Come on, let's be real. Uh, so that's that's why I do hate it. Um, I think he's going to be fine. He's a good young coach. I think he's in a great situation. So, All right. Uh, I, uh, I would, I would say that I hate it similar to Jared's, um, Jared's stance there without LeBron. Um, you know, Kuzma was playing well in LeBron's absence. Um, so you see some of that youth, you know, stepping in and, and taking leadership. Um, not, not everything can be controlled on the court by Luke Walton through a game. So I, I don't know. I feel like they're trying to create drama because drama around a LeBron team will get views. Full of love today. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. <laughs> feel you the gotta, love. You, you've got to fire Luke Walton. I'm sorry. If here, It's the thing where you see in football where, uh, you know, if Adam Gase gets fired, he's got a job right away. If Luke Walton gets fired, any team's calling him? Is he getting a head coaching job next year? No, he's not. They were 6-12 and 12 without LeBron. LeBron's in jeopardy of missing the playoffs for the first time since probably like year two of his NBA career. Luke Walton needs to be fired. I, I don't and it's, and it's, the, it's the all-star break. you got two weeks to find an adjustment. I don't, I don't have much of an opinion, but I'm going to go with you on this. I feel the love. Love it. Thank you. All right. Feeling the love. So the next one here, Joe Flacco to the Broncos in a trade today. Do you love it or do you hate it, Jared? I have mixed emotions. I'm going to say love it, though, um, mainly because I do want to see the Lamar Jackson show. I want to see the Accent Jackson show in uh, in, in Baltimore. So, well, I think that was happening regardless. But. I do. I do, too. But th And that's, that would have been a reason why I hated it, because of the way they treated Joe Flacco here in that situation. Uh, the guy wins you a Super Bowl, but then they're like, oh, it's time to go. So, You're up. anyway. I hate it. I, I, I don't know what the Broncos are trying to this isn't a future pick. This is a, yeah. Well, you know, we hey, don't hey. really have anything else going on, so I, I don't. You know, they could build very well, uh, and and they're choosing to not do that. They're just wasting time bringing in someone who might play for the whole season, might not. I'd love it for this year because I guess technically it, it makes them a better team for this year. I think Flacco's an upgrade over Case Keenum. 
in in that system, in that system. But I hate it long term. Like, what is your goal here? What is the future? Why not go Case Keenum and draft a quarterback and develop him? Now you're gonna draft a quarterback with those two guys on the roster making thirty million. And I hate it long term. Love it this year, I guess. But overall, hate it. Because Flacco loves training a young yeah, quarterback yeah, to take right? his position, right? Mm-hmm. We saw that. I hate it. Um, I th- I think that your Case Keenum had better numbers, better stats last year, performed better than Joe Flacco did. You're not gaining; in, you're giving up something for nothing in return. The only thing I can see coming positive is if you back him as draft, you traded him as a backup quarterback. I don't know why you do that because I think you need to be making a move in the NFL draft. Hey man, road wins in the playoffs, all right? Seven <laughs> road wins in the playoffs. It's not what you've done; it's what you can do for me, and I don't think he's going to do it. So I hate it. All right, and then the last one here. And this is going to be the biggest one, hardest one to keep under thirty seconds here. The Antonio Brown request to be traded. Do you love it or do you hate it? Love it, and I'll tell you why. Because this just means that the Steelers are going to get worse, and that's all I care about. I just care about the Steelers getting worse. So now the Steelers are going to implode, and then hopefully, you know, Tom Brady's going to retire here in the next year or two. That's going to leave the AFC a little more open. So they're weakening. You know, they lose they lose Bell, they lose Brown. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Brownies are probably going to win the. In a, or the AFC North. You heard it here first. I'm a little AFC scared. Uh, I love it. Um, I think uh, he, for the organizational health, uh, it helps them. Um, you know, they have Juju, so they're not not really going to be missing out on someone to take his spot. Um, you know, it just it wasn't going to work. It's irreconcilable differences, if we could call it that. Um, so I like the split because I don't want to hear of more drama every single week of, oh, what are they going to do? What are they not going to do? I'm tired of hearing that, especially from the Steelers. I'm full of love again. Yeah, I love it again. I think it's time. Like you said, they, if, if there's one team that can develop wide receivers in the last 15 years, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? I mean, I think losing Le'Veon Bell overall probably will hurt them a little bit more. And you're probably going to get a first round pick. Some team is going to give up a first round pick for him. So you're going to get up a fir- give up a first round pick. You're going to lose some drama, and you're the best team at developing wide receivers in the last twenty years. I hate it, simply because I just finished saying like two weeks ago why how I hate the NBA so much because a player's requesting to be traded. This makes it look like an NBA move, and I am not a fan of requesting to be traded just do your job you're you're on a contract you signed a contract for a reason he's do probably gonna get traded anyway it, that's fine but i'm unhappy but, but don't put a mm. request in <laughs> i bleached my mustache i'm unhappy though so <laughs> all right so a different color than that was our first ever love it or hate it. i think we'll do that again from time to time even outside of Valentine's every week Day. is valentine's it's, it's Day. A fun can, can we play where dr love? love can we play where is the love by black eyed peas before that, every time no, we're not playing Black Eyed Peas. Come I wanted on. To, no, that was like what, the worst That's Super Bowl fantastic. halftime show. I wanted on. to play Night at the Roxbury. What is love? Yeah, I don't know. A little Hathaway there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It'd be uh, it'd be copyright infringement, and so we want to keep our show on iTunes and not have it kicked off. So I, I, I avoided not. It's to. Where the money comes in, Jared. Right. It's true. We can sing it though, right? It's true, and because we're not going to be on tune. You got to have the head bob on with it though. It's it's a must. So. All right, that leads us down to our the game we're going to present this week. This is something we'll probably do on a semi-regular basis, come up with this, especially in the slower season here. It gives us something fun to be able to do. 
So for this, I need you guys to close your computers, though. But we are texting in. You, you, you text me when you have it. I'm going to leave it slightly open. Slightly open. Okay. So the only time you can pick up that phone is when you're locking in and you're texting me what it is. That's the only yeah, time you have I'm that have phone you in on, your hand. I have you on speed it, yeah. dial right here. You have me on speed dial? Yep. Okay. So how this is going to work. What's we're it gonna, called? So now I'll be honest. I stole this game from a radio show they listened to back in you Michigan. You borrowed it. I borrowed it. Uh, they call it Who Am I? I'm going to say, how well do you know me? Or do you know me? We'll, we'll, we'll trademark our name for it at a later point in time. Okay. So how this is going to work is I'm going to give you clues saying, so for instance, if I was to start this one, I'd say I was born in North Carolina. I was raised, that'd be one. Is this I was like raised in Wilmington. North, no, this is a, a sample okay. one. Michael Jordan. I w- thank you. You'd lock in at Michael Jordan at the second question. Michael Jordan. North Don't Carolina. say it on the microphone though, because then you ruin the game. Uh, yeah. So you yeah. need to text me because we're going to keep on going and see how f- long it takes you. Space Jam. Oh. Space Jam. So th- that's where we're going to we're go on this. So. Can, I, can I put Charles a, Barkley. Can I make a note? For all of this, Jared. And it's towards me. <laughs> Jared, you and I have played trivia I'm, I don't know how many times. That's true. It's been a lot. Between us, Andy, David, everybody. Uh-huh. Once you submit your answer, don't throw out little comments of yeah. hints. No comments. You know what it is. <laughs> no comments, and, no wait, hints. So if we get it wrong, are you going to tell us? No, you'll you'll know. Well, can you you can only guess Cause, once? Because what's going to happen is as as we go along, you're either going to become more. If you put in early, so you can't you, guess again. No, just one guess. One guess. Okay, you're going to become more believing that you got it right, or you're going to become angry at yourself as it goes along. Okay. So, all right, <laughs> even got a little bit of theme Love music here. Yeah, for real. For this for this background, I don't like being angry. You don't like who who does? <laughs> okay. So the first clue, I was born the year of Marty McFly. Oh, I know. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> right, right. I was born the year of Marty McFly. Right, now, are you saying the year that Marty McFly was born or no, the, year the year of the movie? The year of the movie. Okay. Ah, okay. Mm. The first movie? The first movie. <laughs> Good clarification. However, the year all three were still in or that. the year that it came out? Not what year he went to, what year he was in in the present when the movie yeah, started. That's true. Which year are we talking about? Yeah, oh, my movie. gosh. That's a tricky <laughs> question. All right, go ahead, go ahead. All right. Clue number two. I graduated from high school in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Graduated high school from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Number three. I was a three-star recruit. What sport? <laughs> now I know. No, I was a three-star recruit. Mm-hmm. Right. Number four. In 2018, so this last football season, in 2018, football. I was ranked the 29th best player according to NFL.com. In 2018, I was ranked the 29th best player according to NFL.com. Number five, my cousin, Mike McGlinchey, plays offensive tackle for the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. I'm getting some. My cousin, Mike McGlinchey, plays offensive tackle for the 49ers. He was a rookie. Number six. I am the father of twins. I am the father of twins. I feel so insignificant right now. These, these this are is obscure. all from these Wikipedia. Obscure, so yeah. 
I, I use numerous sources to find these. Wikipedia. So. Number seven. I was the ACC Player of the Week six times my senior year. It's got to be a Clemson guy. <laughs> I was the ACC Player of the Year six times my senior year. Oh, oh, oh I see some texting. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Jared's getting ready over there. It's a Clemson guy. <laughs> you sure? He said ACC six so, times. So when did uh, Back <laughs> to the Future come out? He said my senior year, though. Like what? What year? Yeah, but he said 2018 earlier. No, no, no. 2018, he was in the, the 29th ranked in the NFL. All right, moving on to the next clue. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for the next number so eight. 2017 would have been. His I am six no, foot no. four. Mm-hmm. I am six foot four. Glad I did not answer because I remember. I and you guys aren't collaborating with each other, so you're talking like no, 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 clues, but don't give each other clues. You know, so. We're getting some banter here, <laughs> so right. it's not quiet time. Well, hey, put your phone down. You can't do this until. Oh, I, I have your just stuff up. Okay. Yeah. Number nine. In 2007, me and my team beat Kyle's Michigan State Spartans in the Champ Sports Bowl. 2007. In 2007, my, me and my oh. team beat Kyle Spartans in the Champ Sports Bowl. I think I might have a guess, but I'm, no, 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 never mind. That was a stupid guess. Let's. I just erased everything. I'm saying it. I'm saying you're, it. You're, you're you're locking in. No, I'm gonna wait for one more clue. Wait, did you okay. send it? I didn't send okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, number ten. I am a four-time Pro Bowler. Hide it so nobody sees. I hope Jared sends it to Is me. Is this obvious? I am a four-time Pro Bowler. This is an obvious point at this point. I don't... Shoot. Most other people I did this with did not have it at this point. Yeah. So you're okay. Well, yeah, but I'm not most other people. That's true. I thought one of you would have it by now. It's late. Did you commit, Jared? Yeah. yeah. It's 11 o'clock. Okay. I sent it to you. Okay. You should number, check. Number 11. I am an avid golfer and have participated in such tournaments as the American Century Celebrity Golf Classic. What? Now that threw me off. I should know this. I am an avid golfer and have participated in such tournaments as the American Century Golf Classic. All right. Here's a big clue. Okay. I'm number ready. 12. I wear the same number as Derek Jeter. I think I might have gotten it right. I, I don't watch baseball. I might, I might have gotten it right. Oh, oh tell no. me I got it right, Kyle. Kyle <laughs> I've not looked yet. I'm you, not going to tell you. I, oh, I think I got it right. All right. Well, now I know the position, but now I don't. They're going to get easier coming out from here. I know the position Actually, now. I know I got it right. You can look okay. it up. <laughs> <laughs> my senior year, uh, my team and I lost the 2007 ACC championship game to Virginia Tech. See, I don't go back in ACC. I was 12 in 2007. In 2007, I lost the ACC championship game to Virginia Tech. Number 14. This is a big one. How many How many are there? There's 15. 20. So you guys oh, are probably going to get four then. There's 20. We better get we'll, it We'll go quicker. Then. Oh, my gosh. I played football at Boston College. Okay. There yeah, it is. yeah, I got it now. <laughs> that makes sense. Do I need to text in? My phone's up. Acting all weird. It's like it's like vertical, but it's 
See, look, it's like. Did you both lock in? I'm trying to. Okay. It was when you said six four. Okay. That's when I. Me, that's yeah, when that's it hit me. me off. Number fifteen. I am best friends with Matt Stafford. They both locked in. Clayton Kershaw. So n- number sixteen. I was drafted in the first round of 2008 NFL draft. When he said 2007, I knew. Number seventeen. I, I have yeah, played. Fo- I have played in one Super Bowl. Yeah. Number 18, I tend to yell at my teammates during games. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Go ahead. Come on. <laughs> Get freaking set. <laughs> Number 19, my nickname is Matty Ice. Yeah. Number 20, I am the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> so vague. So the, no, the one, right pick? the one that gave it yeah. to me was 07. And then when you said 6-4, I was like, okay, it's Matt Ryan. But because when you, when you said for, o- for those who aren't listening on a show, it is Matt Ryan. <laughs> so Matty Jared, Ice. Jared, you got that number eight, yes. right at six four. Yes. Or did you get it after the sport champ sports bowl? That's when you knew after I said it, you're like you were sure of it. When, you, when said, you said oh seven and yep. you said ACC, then I was I said okay. And you're like wow, Clemson wasn't good in oh seven. Well, so it couldn't have been Clemson in oh seven. In oh seven, we were good. We had a chance to beat Boston College, and we lost late in that game. And I remember watching it, and I was like, okay. Because the, the talk was Matt Ryan the whole time. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. And then that's when it hit me. I was like, okay, he went to – or he played against Virginia Tech. It was, yeah, that's Matt Ryan. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was when you said 07 ACC and then 6-4. I was like, okay, it was a quarterback. Pretty sure. I was like, yeah, that sounds like Matt Ryan. And then you guys came in at what number? We were both at what? 15. No, it was 14. We, when we, when you it? said we played – or he played, played at Boston, Boston College. College. Most yeah. everybody else, they didn't get until that question either, to be, to be honest with you guys. Now, My ACC football knowledge in the, in the mid 2000s. Is I wasn't going to tell you this because I knew this would give it away as a clue for the two of you who know this person. But Cody Smith got it at uh, number six, the father of twins. Ah, okay. Father of twins. Well, well, I guess he's from he's from Georgia. He's probably an ACC. I guy. did. I did no. remember. No, he's, he's, a he's, huge, a, he's a, he's a, he's a huge fan. Atlanta Falcons fan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I, what I was thinking that one was the guy's going to throw I you off. No I thought it was going to throw you guys to Matt Stafford instead. Because he's father of twins as well, that's what I was thinking would have been the trip up for it. But not ACC. But not ACC. I'm, I'm just upset there was a baseball hand. Before th- <laughs> now, honestly, then, then when you said that, I was like, "It's Matt Ryan. He wears, well, he wears number the, two. Yeah. So then that's the, when I was uh, confident. In before my the six four, before the twins, and uh, I, I was kind of leaning towards Russell Wilson a little bit because ACC with NC State. And that was late like 2012. Yeah, it was a little later, but he started. 2011. Well, I think his Wisconsin year was 2011. Yeah, I think 2008, 2009. He was at NC State, so it was like it could have been his timeline. Yeah, ACC. I don't. But Matt. But Ryan. then I was like, oh wait, no, he's not six four. So yeah, Matt Ryan. Was I I I didn't have anything until <laughs> I I was thinking. As you were going through, until you got to six four, I was thinking James Conner. That'll be me most weeks on the receiving side of this. I'm just not good enough with names to be able to get these things. But I enjoy coming up with the questions. So, mm-hmm. did you guys enjoy that? Then I did. That was good. I yeah. did. You know, frustrating, but still fun. Right? You might have yeah, to cut like it down to like ten. I was really happy. Ten with, questions. I was really happy with easier. myself. Nah, see, I like I like the twenty. I like building it up. I have another thing to say. Uh-oh. All right. This is going to happen every time we do trivia. So he's going to get so excited. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that, not that Jared gets it, but when he does, he will just keep saying, I'm happy with myself. <laughs> I think I got it. Oh, I did get it. I knew. 
I knew a lot earlier than when I committed. I knew. Affirm me. <laughs> Affirm. <laughs> and the other thing, he'll always do that. <laughs> I also think he's going to be the one one to win it most often. Well, if we're going to do ACC and college football a lot, <laughs> throw some baseball so, questions at me. Yeah, my Matt Ryan uh, knowledge is not super I'll need high. one of you to give me somebody who is really knowledgeable in soccer. To help me with the soccer one, Andy. Andy. Okay. Andy would be able to help you. So I'll, I'll get on. I'll, I'll contact with Andy when we do the soccer episode with Scott. We'll do this again. Say he'll win. He'll probably win. <laughs> he'll probably. win. We'll do this again uh, for, the, for this. I don't know personal so life. Broad. There's so yeah. much you can not yeah. know. <laughs> this is fun though. I, I enjoy this. This was fun to watch you guys try and guess. This so. was nice. This podcast was sponsored by Matt Ryan this week. <laughs> so thank you, Matt Ryan. We Matty appreciate Ice. it. Matty Ice. Matty Ice. So any closing thoughts, guys? Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the the last thing that I put in the itinerary, but yes. um, someone mentioned that, and I thought that was an interesting question. It said, "Does the Kareem Hunt oh, signing does the Kareem Hunt signing prove that the mm. NFL is more forgiving of domestic violence than kneelers?" I say no. I say no, not at all. It proves that uh, Goodell is a terrible commissioner and is inconsistent. Yep. And well, that's something we've all been saying. <laughs> PEDs, too. We can talk about that maybe next week. PEDs between yeah, we PEDs in NFL PED and PEDs in, uh, in baseball. Yeah. So we talk about that next week. Well, well and, I'll be glad to talk about PEDs and Julian Edelman. And not only that, but I think it, it the fact that Kareem Hunt, like we talked about before, was willing to take the steps necessary in order to get back yeah. on, a, on the right well, track. Because I said on the show I didn't think he was going to get signed. And right. Right. I don't know. It's once the, you went the, into rehab, the, the, I, I don't want to get into that conversation. I say the, the kneeling thing is different. The kneeling thing is just totally different in general. That like the, you can't really compare. They're apples to oranges as, as right. far as the actual situation. Maybe themselves. neither should be in. I don't know. It's right. Not, I, I don't know. It, it, that's such a tough. It there's is. no clear answer with that. No. There's, there's nobody really and nobody wins with either answer. So it's like you're gonna lose half the population on either answer, and and it's there's no clear answer. So I don't know. See, it doesn't surprise me that the Browns were the team to go for it, but I'm, I kind of, I don't know. They're they're starting to build, and you know they've been building for 25 years. Um, I am kind of surprised no other team really made a move like well, Buffalo. Probably they were waiting for a suspension, but you know that's going to take a while. To come yeah, down. That will, and that will and Dorsey did he did draft Kareem Hunt. Who's now who's now running the the mm-hmm. Browns? He did draft Kareem Hunt when he was with Kansas City. I will say this at the end. I guess most most of our audience, if we have an audience, is college age, right? Probably, right? Okay. So tomorrow is Valentine's Day. For those of you who might have a significant other, maybe not married. Married is a little different. Valentine's Day is very different in marriage. When, when you're married, uh, right? It's very different. Let's not shoot ourselves in the foot, but it's not. The most important, right? Day of it's the year. it's very different depending on what your spouse likes. Some, my wife doesn't even you say anniversary, anniversary much more so. important. My, my wife doesn't even like Valentine's Day that much and things like that. But I will say, most of you who are out there who are in the college age, probably broke, probably not making much, especially around this area. It's not a huge market. You can say that. Coupon books. That's my <laughs> that's my one tip. Okay. Are you saying cost give, you nothing? Are you saying give coupon books? Like or? make your own. Okay. Like make your own. Not like just go like go to Walmart and get a coupon book. I, say, I don't but think like, that would work. Make go over your very own well. coupon book where like I'll watch The Bachelor with you. I'll watch the Kardashians for an hour with you. Like what I don't know what they like, but whatever they like. Write out a couple of coupons. That, that can it's be free. dangerous. It's free. I will skip one game 
Yeah, yeah, I won't watch the AAF for a day. You know, I won't. You know, if you want some good college, free. you it's want some free. good college basketball talk. We have a we have a friend that actually, uh, he commented on our on our feed tonight. David Fox. He gave Peyton and I a shout out. So. He's a UNC fan, but he's he's pretty realistic for the most part. He is very realistic. <laughs> David, um, well, first of all, we miss you and love you, David. Um, that makes one of us. For, thanks for not watching right now. 